PR Pro Cannabis Media. Do we have anybody in our in our room yet? Okay, so um, do you want to bring Tom in? Do you want to wait for Max too? <coughs> Why don't we bring Tom in and we'll? Uh... Okay, hey Tom, how are you? I'm good, doing good. How are you guys? Good, and it's Tom Rand, correct? Yes, it is, sir. All right, you've got Jimmy Young and David Rabinovitz. I'm have, I have a feeling that you probably know who David is. Nope. Yes. Oh, you I do. I've heard of David. I have heard, heard of David. Yes. So you haven't gotten into the FOD, the Friends of David Club, yet, but you're certainly a friend of PCM by joining us. Um, He's a friend of Max. Yeah, and if you'd like to, you can share your video, but I'm not going to force that on anybody, okay? Oh, uh, how do I do it? Oh, that video. It's <laughs> All right. There Somewhere in there, there'll be a, uh, a button. There we go. All right. There you there go. go. How are you? Nice to see you. Nice to, nice see, to you. see you. So guys. give us a little background on who you are. I know that you're involved with a veterans group. Explain a little bit about your background and this veterans group you're involved with. Um, I, I joined the Marine Corps. I was taken out of high school and joined the Marine Corps uh, back in the early 80s. Um, I did my time, went to Beirut, came back, and um, struggled with the, um, the guinea pig-like feeling I had from doctors about trying this, trying that. Um, my life became manageable by the prescriptions they were giving me. I didn't, I wasn't living a life as much as just surviving a life. Uh, some older gentlemen taught me about the cannabis um, and how it's helped them. This is a, before all the internet and the, you know, Facebook and all that. And um, so I used to have guys come over the house that we get through the local uh, uh, VFW and Legion Post, the bartenders would send guys our way that were trying to find uh, an option compared to the pharmaceuticals and drinking. And we just taught them how to grow, uh, become self-reliant. Uh, we got them old uh, tents and equipment that they needed, a light, nutrients, seeds. And slowly it evolved into uh, where we are today that we provide meds and uh, grow equipment. Um, I mean, now it's 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 sad to see how many veterans are in need there are. I mean, obviously, at this point, the higher ups in the government have to realize that the cannabis has been a very good friend to veterans. Um, has helped them uh, achieve things that no pharmaceutical will. They get the light. The you get guys that don't have really anything and they're just collecting a check and staying in a room or apartment or whatever and they're not socializing if you can get that guy to start growing plants again and actually they start caring about the plants and a lot of times it's the first thing they've cared about in a long time is a is a little plant next thing you know they're coming out they're meeting us at social events and uh go joining grow groups and it's like a, it's almost like a way back for a lot of veterans. Um, unfortunately, uh, the demand for what we do is uh, out numbers our resources probably ten to one, but it's a constant struggle now. It's like just trying to keep up with all the requests and uh, guys reaching out to you for help. I mean, Patriots Helping Vets um, was started on, uh, probably about three or four years ago. Um, we're a small group, and uh, we just focus on getting 
a veteran that wants to try cannabis, growing cannabis, especially to become self-reliant. We try to get them the equipment, the nutrients, the seeds, the get a mentor and get them into growing, get that the therapy of actually growing going on in their lives. How many people are you serving? Um, well, we've gotten over 382 off of uh, opiates. Wow, that's uh, great. Whoa, that's everything fantastic. Is for, everything is for free. Um, you know, we don't charge for anything. Um, it, that's one of the rules is it has, the recipients have to receive it 100% free, no, no money for shipping or anything. Um, I couldn't even honestly tell you how many people we currently service or on a daily basis. All I know is, is uh, the most important number to myself is that next veteran that needs help. And, and how, um, how do you go about funding the organization? Obviously, it, it, uh, stuff's not free. Uh, well, you know, that's, that's where I'd have to differ with you. Um, I, I, I don't know why, but people send me stuff to give out to veterans. That's great. Uh, that's they nice. send me nutrients. They send me seeds. Uh, people will see my, I plea for posts about tents and stuff. People will buy a tent for me. Uh, we're in the process of going nonprofit and then, uh, the whole pandemic hit. So we kind of on hold at that aspect right now but we have a lot of um very generous donors uh that that list grows all the time um and we have a bunch of guys in the group that you know if you if you can grow six plants legally and you only need one or two for yourself well you can spread the the wealth and especially in this state of massachusetts they've done it very well that we're allowed to gift uh, up to an ounce to everyone so you know um I wish we did have funding. It would make it a lot easier. We we sell T-shirts. Uh, we do hold a raffle once in a great while, but basically we're self-reliant on um, what we do. And it, it's kind of, you, you offer the helping hand. And that, it's funny, my fraternity house had that motto as well for many, many years. And But I want to go back to something you said about the relationship with the actual plant itself. And I totally can relate to caring about a live thing like a plant. I, 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 for many, many years, I thought I had a, a, a black thumb. I would kill every single plant I ever tried to grow. And I'm not talking about cannabis here. Uh, right now, I'm talking about the hibiscus uh, plants yeah. that I have on my deck. But you do become <laughs> attached to this live thing. And of course, if this live thing is providing you medicine, it's an even deeper attachment that you might have with this plant. And you're telling me that's a therapeutic, uh, a therapeutic thing, isn't it? Oh, it's very, very therapeutic. I mean, we send out not only cannabis seeds, we send out flower seeds, vegetable seeds to the guys that we get from donations. Any part of, uh, for myself, I can get lost in my gardens, whether indoors or outdoors for hours at a time. And when you are going through a little bit of a dark period in your life, it's it's actually pretty good to see the you know the fruits of your harvest and uh, your plants growing and you tend to them. It almost I don't want to say it uh, solves your problems, but it makes it um, it puts it in perspective for you a lot of the times, you know. And um, like I said, a lot of these guys are by themselves, so a lot of these guys turn out to be fantastic growers because they put so much time into their grows. I mean, I wish I could put six to eight hours into my grow tents during the day but I, I i unfortunately i have to work and stuff 
you know, so. What uh, you did, did I hear you say you have a grow tent? Well, I have two grow rooms in my house. Uh, we have a little grow tent, but. How, how pungent, how pungent is that odor in the house? Uh, my family has become um, very acceptable of it. I mean, um, we don't have any carbon filters or anything. It is what it is. I mean, when it's uh, in flower and drying, I'm sure you smell it in the house. But, you know, 90% of that is going out to help a veteran in need. So my family is 100% behind me in my uh, efforts that we do here. That's great. That is great. Um, you get something? All right. So um, I want to ask you, are there any secrets Maybe you don't want to give up the secrets, but um, are there any tips? How's that? Is that better? How, are there any tips for someone who might be a novice grower on how to get the most out of your plant? Do you use any additives and what do you do about okay. pesticides? <laughs> uh, here we go. Um, all right. <laughs> the guys that taught me how to grow, um, they they believed in the whole brotherhood of like collecting stuff. So we'd go fishing and then we'd come back, we'd uh, clean the fish, of course, have a fish fry and all that stuff. But we'd also use the components of the fish for some sort of nutrients, uh, fish meal for the compost. We did clamming. I have chickens. We grow bamboo. Unfortunately, I've never had uh, a store-bought item in my grows. Um, I was taught like it's 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 a good time to go clamming with three or four buddies and then you go home and you put them on the grill, open them up, you have them, you make stuffed cohogs, but you also get the benefits of breaking down the shells and putting the calcium into your uh, long-term soil. So, Whoa, so you take, uh, wait, hang on a second, hang on a second. You take the shells, the clam shells. Yep, and you, clam oyster and mussels, yep. And you, you, you smash them, break them up into little pieces? Well, we heat them up on the grill and you pop them and they taste delicious right out of the water, you know, with the, the cooked in their own juice and um, you just eat them and then uh, you leave them on the grill for a few minutes, it gets brittle and then we uh, crush them up in a bucket. Put crush them, them up a in a bucket, like a mortar, like a mort uh, pestle, mortar and pestle. Mm, yep. Is that what it's called? Right. Yeah. Uh, a, a little bit bigger, five gallon bucket. And then we have three uh, screening trays, a half inch, quarter inch, and then just a really fine screening. So we yeah. break them up. We add the thicker, the bigger pieces into the soil where we can make teas and do top dressings with the powdery. So, That's but we interesting. do that with fish meal. We make our own fish meal, bone meal, alfalfa meal, kelp meal. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say something here, and I don't normally like to use four-letter expletives on these shows, but I was at uh, back in the day when we had actual conventions and trade shows for the yeah. cannabis industry. <laughs> I remember that there was a, a company called Fish Shit. And I'm going out on a limb thinking that's the kind of stuff that you're putting back into the soil, into your plants. Accurate? Oh, it's very good for microbes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was taught to make soil and the plant will grow more than like hydroponic guys feed their plant what they need to grow. <coughs> Bless you. you know? Excuse me. Live TV. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> that's, all, that's what happens. It's, it's all good. It, you know, right. we're, we're socially distanced, too, which is just awesome, yeah. you know, but um, right. they, we're all negative. Yes. Here. I so mean, that, I have guys in the group that answer questions because guys will PM me or call me and ask me. And uh, to be honest with you, I don't know really much about the nutrients and um, that aspect of it. Interesting. Let's get a little bit more fish poop in the water. Yeah, it's fish. And then there's another product called Mammoth that I know a lot of growers swear by. Mm -hmm. yep. so Mammoth I mean, gonna... Yeah. Do you know Mammoth? 
I, I know it. We give out. We when we go to the trade shows, uh, we try to get as many samples as we can to give out to the guys. Yeah, of course. So, now with no trade shows, you can't. So people want to if they want to gift you something or send you something magic, they yeah. get to you through your website. They, well, we have a website. I've never been on it, but um, usually a lot of people just PM me indirectly. And you know, like when I see a post of someone buying a new light and putting up a light, I. I try to PM them and explain to them that, you know, the old light that's only worth uh, maybe 50 or 100 bucks, it's not much to them. They just bought a seven or $800 light. Well, that's great. They're going to, you know, the, their harvest will be 10 times what it is with the, without the old light and with the new light. But that old light can be a life-changing event for one guy. You know, there's a lot of veterans out there that don't have any extra money that to say go buy a new light or for even for a hundred dollars is an impossibility. They just, and it's added stress. They want to grow and they can't, and all they need is an old light. So a lot of the people that I reach out to are very generous and they, you know, they donate that old light to a veteran to get them growing. Yeah. I, I was going to ask you, has, has the attitude towards veterans changed? Are you finding people are looking to help out as much as possible? Um, uh, it, it's tough to be honest with you. I, I feel sad. There's a lot of friggin' scams going out that's taking advantage of veterans. Oh. And um, a lot of guys will say, oh, we'll give you free seeds or a free light. And you, you get just got to like their post and tag friends. And it's all about building numbers for their company and not doing anything for the vets. I, I get into heated arguments with seed guys that do this because if you're going to help a vet, just send them the damn seeds. Don't make a guy jump through hoops. If you want to build a company, we'll give them shout outs. But, you know, I don't know. There's, there's people out there and there's a lot of good people that want to help veterans. Unfortunately, in these times, there's a lot of people that uh, see a way, an opportunity to personally benefit from helping veterans. And I right. think that's, um, that's not what you do it for. Especially, especially when you're growing medicine to help the veterans out if they're on opioids or whatever ails the, whatever their their mood is or whatever ailment uh, it helps um, them deal with reality and, and their real lives back into the real life. But this is one of the things, and David, you and I have talked about this, the cash grab that is part of the cannabis industry. And you yeah. see it at every level. And I'm gonna start with MSOs and I'm gonna go right down to the social equity applicants Everybody wants to get a piece of it, and yet there's still people out there that are looking to take advantage and, and make there's it about them. People, that's across the board. That, that, that doesn't stop at any particular doorstep. That's across the board. That's not a good quality for humans, I just want to say. Well, you know, there's a great, I, I share a lot of YouTube clips. There's a great YouTube clip from... Um, uh, the movie of beautiful mind somehow mm -hmm. the really great clips are always the bar scene but there's a bar scene in the in the uh movie a beautiful mind yeah that uh, they talk about um economics and one of the theories is if everybody does what's best for themselves that's what's best for the market and what they come to the conclusion is and and i'd let anybody who wants to watch the that scene you can find it on youtube is the best thing for everybody is to do what's best for everybody and what's best for themselves. Well, I, I think doing right by others is far more rewarding than doing right by yourself. Right. 
I've but always this, felt that. But this isn't just like in business, you still got to look out for your own interests. That's capitalism. But it's also, sometimes you got to say, we're, for what we're doing in Massachusetts, we're starting up a new delivery industry. Mm -hmm. Well, if everybody cuts and runs in their own direction, you may have a couple of people who do really well, but most won't do as well. If everybody says, you know, let's figure this out together, we're all gonna, we're, we're gonna be competing in one way or another, everybody will actually do better that way. Are we starting buying, to, are buying we, cars together, for example. Yeah. You know, the things that aren't gonna create a competitive advantage but could save a lot of costs. I've seen it happen. I've seen social equity players that, that, have, that are now starting in business and when it's come time to lend a hand to somebody trying to get in business, all of a sudden they've got their hand out saying, I'll help you, but I need $50,000. Right. Yeah, well, look, everybody's looking to make a buck, I guess. But, there, you know, uh, there's another side to that, too. There, is, there are some socially responsible capitalists out there who do want to do right Absolutely. in their business. Right. And there's room for that. There's definitely room for that. There's, right. there's room for saying, I'm going to help somebody. I'm going to be fair. I'm not going to squeeze the last dollar out. Yep. Um, and you just got to be a little smarter. You got to pick the right opportunities. Um, I did not know that the seed market was as big as it is. And it's an unregulated market because it's just seeds. Um, Tom, are you familiar? You're, you must be familiar with the seed market. Uh, yes. Yep. Yep, we were up at the state house the beginning of the year. We're trying to uh, get that. We're, the law, the way the law is written, basically you can't sell seed. But, which is kind of ridiculous, because a guy who's, uh, you know, going through a really tough time in a dark spot, say out in the far western part of the state, can go to any corner store and buy a bottle of Jack. Right. But he can't go to a store, a hydroponic store, a grow store, and buy a seed and go home and start growing a plant. You know, it's uh, to me, it's backwards. <laughs> no, it, it, absolutely. But there is a world market. You can get seeds online. I, I, I interviewed a guy who they do this. So I, yeah. I know that they're out there, but I also know that, you know, 10 seeds can cost a couple of hundred bucks, too. Well, we've been fortunate. We've never bought in a pack of seeds, and we have nice. some great donors from all over the world that sends us seeds. Uh, That's we have awesome. A couple in-house breeding pro programs, but there's a guy, Ian Slazinger from Purpose Genetics, that he's a very close friend of mine, and he's the founder of Seeds for Vets. He nice. took the time and the, all the energy involved, and he made a couple strains for vets. Um, you have the Warrior Kush, the Warrior Tonic, which, which is a one-to-one. -one. The blueberry tonic, which is a one-to-one, -one, and he just came out with a maiden sea tonic, which is a uh, very high CBD plant. So, I mean, he, he provides us with a, a ton of great genetics that we can give out to the guys, and he actually takes the time to make uh, strains specifically to help veterans. So, um, there's a lot of good guys in the seed market. There's a lot of guys in the seed market just like everywhere that will take advantage of you. Right. You know, a lot of guys just put anything in a seed, call it whatever, and send it to you and sell it to you. And um, in the veteran community, a lot of these companies say, oh, free vet free seeds for veterans. And no, it's not. It's you got to jump through hoops to get them. There's, there's nothing free in the world anymore, which is kind of sad, especially when you want to help veterans out who have, you know, fought for our freedoms and even to the point where we can talk about this on a show and, and, and communicate with the world that, hey, you know what? There are people in need 
that if you have seeds and you want to share them and perhaps change a person's life, you could contact your organization and you'd be glad to take them, right? We'd, we'd be happy to take anything. I mean, uh, an extra light, an old light, some nutrients you don't want to run, anything. We'll take anything and put it into the hands of a veteran. And as you said, there's nothing for free. None of any, not one recipient ever in all the years we've been doing this has ever been charged a penny. Okay, so there Good. is people that will do it for free. It's just, it takes a lot of effort and a lot of energy to be able to provide that service. Well, one of the things we do here is we want you guys to have an opportunity to tell your story and share it so that the people in the community, and I really do believe that there are a lot more good people in the world than not so good people. And I really do believe that in the cannabis community, you're, there are a lot of really responsible people who do want to help others. I, I mean, I, I've, I've talked to them, I've interviewed them, um, but it's like the human element. There's always a bad egg or two out there. Um, and that always bothers me. But as long as we have the opportunity to find out about people like yourself that uh, are working to make others' lives better, right? We just try to shine a little brightness on a dark time. That's, That's all. Odd. That's odd. The, the fact that you're, the description that you have of the veteran in a room by themselves uh, really kind of shook me up a little bit. Um, you obviously have seen this on a, I don't want to say regular basis, but a lot of times. Yes? Yes. Yes. It's, um, to be honest with you, those are the ones that I prefer to help. Not the guy that can go out and buy a $2,000 grow setup and just wants to learn how to grow. You can go on YouTube and find that out. You know, you get, you make a good personal relationship with a guy when, you know, they're just, they're just having a little bit of a hard time and you just offer a hand up. You know, a random act of kindness is one of the most powerful things we can give a human being nowadays. And by doing that, I've had these guys that we've helped out years ago. Their donations to our cause right now is mind-blowing. It, it is the gratitude they show us by their donations because they've really realized how much their lives has changed. They got their lives back, a lot of these guys. A lot of these guys were just surviving, and now they're actually living. They have jobs. They, you know, they're buying things, they buy houses, they're getting engaged and married. And my God, it's like, a, it, it's like one of the greatest things to watch is some guy that you saw and met during a really dark, lonely time is friggin' blossoming into better than any plant or tree you could ever describe. Wow. And it's nice to watch. That's great. Sorry, I'm passionate about what we do, but it's, you know, it's, it's life changing. Yeah. Hey, uh, Tom Rand, um, terrific. How do people get in touch with you? Give out the website again and or give out your whatever you need to give out to others to, so they can find you. We have a website, PatriotsHelpingVet.org. We have email, PatriotsHelpingVets at gmail.com. We have an Instagram account, PatriotsHelpingVets, and we have a Facebook uh, group. Now, I got to ask the question, are you a Patriots fan, the football team? Uh, no, the reason I chose Patriots is uh, there's guys in our group that were here when I when we founded it, like Adam and uh, Anthony and Steve Davenport and those guys. They're not they're not veterans, you know. There's a lot of veterans helping veterans grow group, but for me, it's about the whole um, the whole community. It, I mean, we wouldn't be able to do what we do without all the great civilians that I consider patriots of our cause. Um, 
to that. I mean, I can't say enough about these guys. Yeah. You know, it, it, it takes a whole community. Like we can move mountains together, you know, um, it's, it's amazing. It is amazing. And you're amazing, Tom Rand. I really appreciate hearing your story and, and joining us and telling us. And I hope, uh, I hope your phone and your email starts uh, blowing up and people start wanting to help out your organization. We'd love that. Thank you guys for having us on there. We are Pro Cannabis Media.